so today we'll pre be presenting on human trafficking. It's a difficult topic, but it's an important topic to speak on, to be aware of, and to see what we can do. And there's a lot of really great organizations out there. There's Traffic Proof and others that we will learn about later. Um, so a site right here in Cape Town is Mavericks. And this is a good example of modern day slavery and Africa Christian Action and others, they have made stands in front of Mavericks because they, they host trafficked victims. Um, so some statistics on human trafficking. What is human trafficking? 30% of the traffic victims are children, according to in-person's report 2020. And half of those children are African. Women make up 49% of all traffic victims, and it is a multi-billion rand industry. And trafficking isn't just sexual acts, it, there's other ways too, but 80% of traffic victims are forced into sex slavery. Men, surprisingly, make up 21% of identified victims. Trafficking also includes forced labor, forced begging, forced marriages, and more. Children are sold as sex, child sex slaves, child soldiers, and adults may be trafficked for organ harvesting. Today, as slaves, there are 40.3 million slaves in the world today, according to Global Slavery Index, the highest, the, the country with the highest amount is North Korea, and nearly a quarter of these are children. And statistics back from 2003, they said between 28 and 38 children were currently being prostituted in South Africa. But they said during the Soccer World Cup in 2020, 2010, um, that number went up drastically. So often in, in world, in international events, we must be aware that that, that is prevalent. Um, in a way that traffickers often use to, to recruit is through false job advertising. So it's good to be aware of this. And in 2019, there was 2,557 2, identified cases of adverts. And this is also on Gumtree. This is an example of a Gumtree advert for, for trafficking. Um, so there's, there's different scenarios that we can quickly go through. There's a student, she's bright, tandy, she's top of her class, and her, ex, her marks are excellent, and her English is good. And she sees an advert in the paper recruiting for a job in the UK, and you don't need any experience, domestic working, receptionist, business in the UK. This sounds good. She could go there, earn some money, and then come back and open her own business and support her family. So she goes to the office, fills out the application, and is interviewed on the spot. A week later, she's hired. She travels with other group, with, a, with other women, and through a company representative, they take her 
and they assure her that a tourist visa is fine, she says goodbye to her family and boards the plane. Once in England, she hands over her passport to her employers because they say they want to register her with local officials. The next day, she is introduced to her new workplace, a massage parlor. It only takes a matter of minutes for Tandi to realize that it is a brothel. Most of the women working there are from foreign nations and they are all prostitutes. She will clean and work as a receptionist, but she won't be paid what she's promised. In addition, she now owes the massage parlor 60,000 Rand for her airfare, clothes, room and board, even though they said they would cover her airfare. She is not allowed to quit or return home until she is paid off this debt. The only way she can pay off this debt is to perform sexual favors for clients in the massage parlor. She refuses to perform sexual acts as part of her job for as long as possible, but because of pressure, threats, physical abuse and bribery, she gives in little by little. She starts drinking heavily and taking drugs to cope, and in a few short months, this bright student has become a prostitute. So there's numbers you can call. And there's, there's other sad, sad examples that we don't need to go through. Um, in Taryn's book, this is a, a quote from it. Prostitution is paid rape. Pornography is paid rape with the cameras rolling. Pornography, drugs, prostitution, it's all connected. So what can we do to stop human trafficking? Well, firstly, we need to be educated. We need to be aware. We need to be willing to speak out. So many people don't speak out. They agree with you. They sympathize, but they're afraid to speak out. They don't want to, they don't want to um, offend anyone. But you speaking out, you speak out for many other people who agree with you but are afraid to speak out. So if you have that boldness, please speak out because you speak for many others. Um, and what's also interesting is on the 30th of July is trafficking in persons. We're all day against trafficking in persons. But as far as I understand, the UN is also involved in trafficking. So this seems a bit, <laughs> yeah. But it's good that they have that day, but just be aware you can't always trust those big organizations. Um, yeah, and just more about the effects of pornography. It desensitizes users towards violence against women and the idea of rape. Pornography fuels rape. Thoughts lead to actions. And 86% of rapists admit to using porn regularly. So we must speak out, love speaks out. And we must stand for what is right, even if it means standing alone. We need to protect our mind, protect our heart, stop the traffic. Is a good leaflet that we also have here that is available to you to distribute on this topic. And there's other great volunteer, great organizations where you can volunteer at, including Doctors for Life, Stop Trafficking Safe House, and Escape. And for 30 years, Africa Christian Action has been involved in working against the exploitation and abuse of women and children. So if you want to be involved, you can speak to Delinda 
or to my dad or anyone here about being involved. We must speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Proverbs 31 verse 8.